Welcome to Inside Games, the only gaming news channel brave enough to still be disappointed by Halo Infinite. Yeah, somehow. We're c carrying that torch. It does sting a little less every time, though. Which is good, because, God, it seems like the size of the stinger just gets bigger and bigger. Halo Infinite developers 343 Industries shared an oof-laden development update today with some frustrating developments. Not only is the game's next season delayed to March 7th, 2023, <gasps> but look, yeah, but, uh, but local co-op, the franchise staple feature, local co-op, is now cut entirely from the game. It's never happening. Wow. Uh, more delays and cut features are the exact opposite of what folks expected to hear from a game that's almost a year old. Uh, this is not an isolated incident. Everybody that follows Halo knows that. Uh, delays, drop features, broken promises. They're just becoming commonplace with the Halo franchise after issues with Halo 5 and the Master Chief Collection. I, I feel like people now are expecting this. Yeah, sadly. Uh, but it wasn't all bad news, despite the bad news. There is content coming, new content. Our Inside Games Halo correspondent has been studying the update all day, so lay it on us, Shartana. Oh, I'm so mad it's enough to make a hologram girl go rampant. I leave home for a few days and look what happens. Oh, well, hey, I've read the Wikipedia article on rampancy, so I think I know how to deal with this. Quick, just stop thinking. Okay. Hmm, maybe, maybe think just a little bit, because we still need that Halo news. Oh, I love Halo. Did you hear about their new update? Well... <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of hoping to. Well, buckle up. 343 Industries updated their development roadmap today, September 1st, with a post on Halo Waypoint and a 30-minute dev update on YouTube with 343 head of creative Joseph Staten and head of live services Sean Barron. The beginning of Season 3, which you might naturally expect to start after the conclusion of Season 2 on November 7th, has been delayed four whole months to March 7th, 2023. Oh my god. Instead, 343 will release the Winter Update on November 8th, a non-denominational update, um, which will include network co-op, campaign replay, two new maps, one new game type, a free mini battle pass, the Forge beta, and match XP. The freshly delayed season three will now include a new weapon, new equipment, new maps and modes, and a custom game browser. Jesus, God. Yeah, that God. delayed season better be a fucking banger, let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, 343 yeah. also reminds everyone a few times in their update video that these content updates are free, which is super cool. I'll give it to them. That's awesome. Good for them. But they also have an increasing track record of delaying or just outright canceling planned features. So maybe don't plan the Forge land party just yet. Maybe more realistically, just cancel that land party outright, following 343's footsteps there. Longtime fans of Halo are feeling especially neglected with the news that local co-op has been canceled entirely. We have had to make the difficult decision not to ship campaign split screen co-op and take the resources that we would use on that and go after this list and all these other things that we're gonna talk about in just a sec. Uh, that's a real twist to the knife considering the 343 Industries founder Bonnie Ross promised that every Halo game would have split screen going forward back at DICE in 2017 uh, after Halo 5 dropped the feature. For any FPS going out forward, we will always have split screen in going forward. They promised. Yeah, boo, 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 boo. They didn't even make it one game though. Ah. They Promised. I guess at the time you start promising that something will always happen in the future is when it absolutely will never happen again. The second it becomes inconvenient. Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. Split screen co-op is tied to Halo's identity. You know, those legendary runs and combat evolves uh, for all the skeletons in the room. But uh, we have to assume it's not a very widely used feature these days. So if it's a choice between an, an admittedly obsolete game feature, still cool, but obsolete, 
or maps that everyone will play in the content the game desperately needs, it's, it's kind of obvious from that perspective. It's just, to me at least, it's more evidence that Halo really was a game of its time, and taking it out of that, things start to fall off. Hmm, that's a good point, Lawrence. Uh, it's not all losses, though. Infinite's four-player network co-op will add new campaign achievements, along with the assurance that all unlocks and progress in co-op will count for all players. That's cool. You'll finally get the ability to replay the campaign as well, almost a year after launch. Hello! Hello! But you won't need an entire year to get these specifically formulated multivitamins from our sponsor, Ritual. Today's episode of Inside Games is brought to you by Ritual, who wants you to know it's never too late to start a new Ritual. With products for different life stages, Ritual makes it easy. Let's be honest, do you have a perfect diet day in, day out? Because I, I do not. Ritual helps people like me fill the gaps in their diet with no shady additives, fillers, or colorants. These two easy-to-take capsules provide 10 nutrients to support a strong foundation for your health. Ritual is a brand that I can trust because you can trace the decision-making process behind each of their ingredients, from where they source their nutrients and why, to their environmental impact. Ritual is the obsessively researched, transparently made multivitamin. Their Essential for Men product contains 10 high-quality nutrients like vitamin A, vitamin D, omega-3, and zinc that are difficult for men to get from their diet alone. The delayed-release capsule design is also gentle on an empty stomach and... There's a mint tab in every bottle to keep your vitamins smelling fresh. Ritual are offering 20% off your first month by using our code and clicking the link in the description. Once more, get 20% off your first month by clicking the link in the description and using our code. Thank you, Ritual. All right, last we left the tragic tale of Halo Infinite. <laughs> it's not over yet, by the way, but, you know, it's still tragic. Uh, it took 343 Industries 11 months to add the ability to replay single-player levels, which just about sums up how Halo Infinite's been going. Anything else worth noting in the development update, Charlotte? Uh, yeah, for sure. There's tons of specific gameplay details shared, which you can get from the full video. Covert One Flag CTF actually sounds pretty cool. Uh, in addition to detailing all the future updates that will definitely release on time, Sean Barron walked through the team's philosophical goals with development. The primary goal is to achieve seasonality, aka actually make and publish content updates on a regular schedule. Turns out games as a service is pretty hard. Barron's targeting four content seasons a year, classic, which ironically they have to take a four month break from even doing seasonal updates to achieve. Gotta go slow to go fast? Yeah, you know, walk before you run, I guess. Baron also lists vague sub-goals, like ensuring that Halo is personal and welcoming, and that the game is stable and high quality. <laughs> Baron wants significant progress in these areas by the end of 2023, summarizing by teasing fewer promises and more information before going on to make many more promises. Baron also mentioned something interesting when talking about customization. He first assured everyone that Halo would always look like Halo, but that the development team was also looking at ways to support other identities in the game. Oh, I know what that means. We can finally be Pickle Rick in Halo. I've been waiting. Oh yeah, naturally. We all know that you have to have a very high IQ to play Halo. Where's the Szechuan sauce? <laughs> Oh man, memes aside, uh, that is an interesting comment, uh, especially referencing the fact that other games and service games do it, in quotes. Uh, we're guessing that they're trying to open the door for promotional content inside of Halo Infinite, so get ready for the Mjolnir-powered assault armor Mark Burger King. <laughs> What's a little more annoying is all the phrasing and verbiage describing Halo Infinite like it's just getting started, as opposed to a game that's been released for nine months. And I like people to think of this season, like our players, they should think of this season as the beginning 
of what seasonality is. Mm. Like we should start getting to that goal of 13 week seasons. Not saying that's a 13 week season, but I'm saying this is the beginning. We do have to kind of just get the foundation up to the level that we all want it to be before we can explore the other kind of nice to have aspects yep. of the game. It's reminiscent of the PR cycles we've seen around other failed games as service launches like Anthem or Battlefield 2042. New update cycles are promised to be a fresh start or new beginning only to fall short and start the whole process over months later with a heartfelt blog post. From the heart of my blog, I apologize. And an abandoned roadmap, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing that gets me and we're here now, so whatever, but it does sort of Talking about the game like that, like we have to establish a good foundation and we really got a good base to just go crazy from here. It really does reinforce that the game did launch well before it was supposed to. Uh, and gosh, even that was nearly a year after it was originally supposed to launch with the Series X. So it was just not ready in any way. And the way they're talking about it now makes that very clear in hindsight. I mean, it was clear to everyone, but it's just whenever it's just it's lame when the transparency comes after the fact, I guess. But Lawrence, they needed money. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. Really needed a foothold. We need those games as service players. Give them. Uh, that said, it is amazing what good content can do for a game. Uh, you actually talked about Battlefield 2042, Charlotte. That game just started its second season of content. Believe it or not, it is turning the game around very, very slowly, like a like a tanker, basically. Uh, wow. the, yeah, it, it is. Uh, the content updates haven't been revolutionary, but they have arrived complete and on time, uh, according to DICE's uh, schedule, which is pretty great. Yeah, it, it's working, at least in according to the player counts. Both seasons of content resulted in a spike of active players, according to Steam charts. That's what you'd expect, but the data's there. The daily average player count actually roughly doubled after the release of season one, too. So a lot of players showed up and a lot of them stayed. So that's cool. If Battlefield 2042 can turn its fortunes around with patches and new content, surely Halo Infinite can do the same, right? Anything's possible. Especially since Forge is bound to be a content factory, you don't need to make maps when all kinds of crazy stuff is going to tumble out of Forge. Uh, reception around the internet is pretty much a collective sigh and eye roll, as we've gotten used to with uh, Halo Infinite. Several YouTube commenters take specific issue with the update's focus on competitive play, with Gerardo Azafefa writing, I do not care about competitive play. And MB Guitar Man commenting, they need to make Halo a party game you can enjoy with friends again. Folks on Reddit are less diplomatic. The Iceman2888 describes this update as a staggering level of incompetence all around, and the other Manning observes that it's impressive just how much 343 fucks up every single Halo game they come out with in new and interesting ways. Hmm, you know, weirdly that Reddit, uh, the anonymous users are somehow less diplomatic. Kind of strange, right? <laughs> but what do you think? Charlotte Lawrence and uh, everybody in the comments can forge maps new armor pieces can they save halo or is halo just not relevant anymore especially since modern warfare 2 is coming out in just about two months and uh that's gonna be big yeah i know i got a conspiracy theory so i'm gonna i'm gonna tease it first i got i've been i've been drawing the yarn i've been studying the clues i know who the zodiac killer is but i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna save it till later charlotte what do you think wow what a tease i would love for halo infinite to get on its feet and be the game that so many people want it to be. I I do care about competitive play and I love the Halo Infinite multiplayer, but there's they, there's just not anything there and and the whole group of us that were playing it just completely fell off of it and like 
yeah, I got back on for like a week when season two started and it just, it's just not enough. Like, I don't think the franchise is irrelevant. I don't think the franchise is irrelevant, but I think this game is, is like a tough sell for a comeback. Like, it's just, they need to put in so much content. Like, it's missing so much content, like in every single arena and basic tiny fixes. Like, we have, it got delayed four months to be able to like custom matchmake in certain matches. Like, what are we doing, 343? Three? You're, you're totally right. I, I also think that if we look back at uh, the Master Chief Collection and the way that they just constantly fucked up that release and all the patches and everything after that, Halo Infinite, honestly, is looking better compared to the Master Chief Collection release, which was uh, just a nightmare. They said it couldn't be done. I, uh, somehow, Halo Infinite's a little better. And then it wasn't done, I guess. <laughs> they were right. The worst part is, this <laughs> this game is free. Like, the gameplay is really good, and the game is free. And I think the community itself is eating itself alive. I think it's like, since, it, since Halo Infinite can't release the right, whatever, armor, or can't release the right maps then the community gets mad and then everyone and then it's just this dog pile of negativity and that makes the development probably way harder on the developers and it makes the community more upset so it's just this like vicious cycle of negativity that's not helping anybody so hopefully 343 can can right the ship because i do want to see halo come back just like no man's sky i feel like if no man's sky can do it i feel like halo infinite can do it too yeah i mean taking it off the rails for like a few months while frustrating is i would say definitely the right tact like rather than like metering out like tiny updates that don't actually do it like you know walk away for a bit from the public eye and like actually work on you know programming out that slate of content i want to hear lawrence's uh conspiracy Ooh, theory what is I it? Do too. all right here's here's the deal i think there was a time when halo as a property and as a game landed exactly where it needed to for microsoft being a sci-fi shooter that was pretty friendly and had twin sticks and was like RoboCop in space. Like it was it was everything about 2000s gaming and it had like some bells and whistles you could land party it. So it just felt very futuristic and stuff like that. Uh, and it was like right, right in the middle of pop culture as well. It kind of borrowed aesthetics from aliens and you're shooting aliens and you're shooting dudes. And, it, you know, it's it was awesome. And it still is to a degree. But the situation is a whole lot different now in terms of the corporate motivations for why these games are made. I think trying to make it games of service was an attempt to convert a, the Halo brand into something that earned enough money to be relevant. The problem now is that Microsoft is acquiring Activision. They're buying that relevance in Call of Duty uh, Warzone and Call of Duty Online. I don't know that Halo has enough distinct about it to carve out a space aside from that. And, and to burn developers and development time and money to make content for that platform. Meanwhile, you're about to acquire another one that's already built up and ready to go. Now, like both can exist side by side and both can earn money. But I do think that that probably means that Halo is not, in terms of a business sense, as important to Xbox as a brand as it used to be. Which is also maybe why Halo Infinite isn't getting the amount of money or developers or care or attention it may explain why things are going so slowly because there's just no fire because microsoft's ledgers are going to be covered once they get that other game in there so in terms of their game in terms of xbox's games of service whole i think it's about to get plugged and that may be why there's not a lot of heat on brushing up infinite uh the timelines don't quite match up there but it may explain the last year or so and why updates have been so slow that's my that's my Illuminati conspiracy. 
don't know if it's true or not. No, I agree. That sounds like very sound logic to me. Same. I gave you the clues, FBI. I have some patrons that'll always be there for some couch co-op. Even that canceled couch co-op for Halo Infinite. Christian Morgan Anderson, Baron 5X, Chase T, and Goo Binky. Well, I have some patrons that just need to get rid of a couch. They got a weird stain, you know, once they start smelling. If anyone's got, like, a truck, just come on by. Uh, Cody Jost, Aaron Frace, Brian Cosner, and James Bowser. That's four couches. You gotta move. Get them out of here. It's the clean ones on the side of the road that you don't want to take because something happened. It's not that they're dirty. It's that something happened. Yeah. There was a murder. Is there a doctor in this couch? Dr. Couch coming to Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs>